You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I'm Clint. Welcome back, y'all. Mm, it feels good to still be number one. Hello. That's, I almost have forgotten what it feels like to not be number one, to be honest with you. It feels like, it's just like a warm blanket. It feels like home. It feels it, like this because- is where we belong. Because it is where we belong. Uh, And if you believe Mm. so as well, that's because you're a dog fan. You know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, Welcome to podcast. Mm -hmm. is Locked On Bulldogs here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, He is Daniel. I am Clint. We're fans. So um, that's right. Tell them about it. This just in. Florida fan. Kentucky fan. That is in our comments, in our mentions, calling us homers. Hi. We are fans. Period. Okay. So like fans, you're going to come at us, come at us for something else besides, oh, wait, one being right all the time. Kentucky mm. fan, Florida fan, mm. Auburn fan. Like, okay. we, we ain't wrong Two, We're fans. You're a fan. We're a fan. Uh, that's why you're on this podcast. So glad you're here. We want your fandom to increase. Increase. We are not gurus or insiders by any definition of that term. And we're happy for it. Happy for it. Don't take us too seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously. When we tweet something, it's probably a joke and it's more than likely at your expense. And so if you're upset about it, that's just, it feels like that's probably on you and not, and not on us. So, um, uh, we're glad that you're here. If you're listening to the show on audio, wherever audio podcasts can be found, you can find us there. Um, subscribe there. If you're watching the show on YouTube, hello, welcome. Um, glad you're here watching. Um, uh, go and subscribe to the audio podcast if you're if you're watching on YouTube right now. In case you are, you know, want to listen at the office or on the way to and from work, and you're not trying to watch YouTube videos while you're driving in your car, we do not. We do not endorse that kind of behavior. And so um, the audio podcast is available. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and listen there. If you're on, uh, listen on audio, go over and subscribe to the YouTube channel. We have a lot of fun on there. Speaking of which, Clint, oh, also you can email us, lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. And um, Clint, we're, we're going to open up the mailbag this Ooh. week. So. We're going to open up a mailbag after the mailman delivered on the mailman is always delivering mail Clint on Sunday, on Saturday. um, It doesn't whatever day you have, whatever location, it doesn't matter. He delivers touchdowns to Brock Bowers. That's correct. He just puts it up there. Brock Bowers not even looking for mail, but yet mail just gets dropped right into his lap. Clint. Similarly, we are looking for mail. It's a bye week. And so, Mm -hmm. um, Friday. Let's do it on Friday. Let's open up the mailbag. We're going to get to it on Friday. We'll sift through all the mail, but here's where you're going to leave the mail. You can send it to us on Twitter. You can send us an email. Those are fine. But what you should do is just comment in this video, uh, your question. So leave us a comment in this video, Monday's video. Um, send us your mailbag questions and we are going to answer as many of them as we can on Friday's show. 
Um, will we have a special guest for that show? I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't. Last time, I, last time, mid Thursday episode, we we just called in a favor and I one came rolling. Listen, our way. you don't even know when the guests are going to show up, but um, tune back in tomorrow, and you may you may find out. You find so, out. uh. Drop us a question. It could be about it. It could be about this season, this team. If you're a longtime listener to the show, then you know that there are no questions that are too ridiculous for us to answer. Send us a this or that related question, a mm-hmm. would you rather question. If you want us to do a, an impromptu power rankings, we could do a power rankings for whatever it last is. Week, last year on the bye week, we did uh, whiskey power rankings. Whis- Cheers to you. Cheers. <laughs> This this episode brought to you by whatever's in my cup right now. Um, <laughs> all right, listen, Clint. Yes, Kentucky game happened. Ooh, did we cover? We did not. No, we did not cover. Um, did we cover the first half total? We did not. Did I lose a tremendous amount of money betting on this football game? Yep. Yes, I did. Do I do I feel bad, Clint? No. I really don't. No, I really don't. Dog face. So ever. Tell the people how they should feel after watching this Kentucky game, Clint. Big picture feelings. Guys, l- let me tell you exactly. We have faced four ranked teams. Four. Okay? Not not scrubs. Not somebody just Johnny come lately into the top 25. I'm sorry. Teams. Oklahoma fan says we've faced no one. Oklahoma fan, guys, you've lost all credibility. Oklahoma, it's not, fan. it's not a thing. It's not um, a thing. It's not a thing. Four of them, we they have been grueling physical games. Now this is this is what I want you to walk away. Kentucky was a good team. That is a they good were. offensive. Line. They that still good. They still are absolutely. They're going to be the second best team in our division. Okay, um, uh, maybe in our conference. May. Maybe in the conference. Uh-oh. Alabama fan, are you here yet? I, no, not are yet. They're not here yet. They're, blink twice if you can hear me, Alabama fan. They're not saying anything. They are here, but they're not commenting. Mm. They just because, very quiet. Very quiet on that front. Very, um, yeah. No, look, we we took Kentucky's best shot. If you don't understand that offensive coordinator for Kentucky, my hat's off to you. You called the best game of your entire career. I don't know your name. I didn't take the time to listen to it yeah. and figure it out. I'm sorry, but you yep. coached your backside off. That was an mm-hmm. incredible call, incredible game. Um, I, I'm, I was impressed with Kentucky. They were physical. They were good. They were tough all the way through defense and offense. Uh, and we took it on the chin from them, their best shot. And we yep. turned around and said, may I have another? Yes. This just in our turn. So how you should yeah. feel is we took a good team to the shed and crushed their will. Guys, I'm not exaggerating. I know the score we didn't cover. I know they scored two touchdowns on us. We crushed their will. Kentucky couldn't do anything they wanted to do, and it took every best shot that they could give us to even get 13 points. My word, this team is special. Mm. But Clint, I think you're bearing the lead. I think you. I think yeah. we should. You're. You're really. I'm, you're I'm missing trying. the point. The point is, did you see? Kentucky win the national championship there at the end of the game. Did you see them celebrate in the end zone? Dance in the dance. There were there were people dancing in the end zone. That's the when they scored a touchdown. Team. 
That's it. That's thank you. Thank you. Realize you. this: a team scores a meaningless touchdown with mm-hmm. no time left, and they, they call timeouts. Scoring. They call timeouts down by three scores. They fumble the ball. The refs don't even review it because the refs just desperately want to go home. They don't care. They care about nothing. They score a meaningless touchdown yes. to lose by seventeen points. Yes, and they are dancing in the end zone, Georgia fans. That's the mm. team you have. Like, just, just soak that in. A team is celebrating the moral victory of scoring 13 points against you. Celebrating because Mark Stoops legitimately believes, and I don't have anything against Mark Stoops. I like Mark Stoops. He's, he's a good coach. He, he is. is a coach that I would not be embarrassed to have in my program. Nope, not at all. Um, but Mark Stoops legitimately believes, and you could say he's wrong, you could say he's right, it doesn't matter. He's in a head coaching position in the SEC, and he actually believes this, that scoring a garbage-time, meaningless touchdown against Georgia might be enough to get them into a New Year's Six Bowl game. And he might be right. He like, is right. He, he gets to say... He might- he gets to say at the end of the year to have the plays out, he could say we tied for the most points that Georgia has let be scored. We only lost by 17 points at Georgia on the road. Tell me that's not a talking point in a press conference at the end of the season for Kentucky if everything goes their ways with the rest of the season, with the rest of these games. I mean, listen, there won't be a closer game at Sanford than that this year. I've no. just I promise you that. So what? That's, My only problem with that touchdown was at the end of the game, after the game, press conference, he was asked, the first question by a reporter said, Mark, what's what kind of statement were you trying to send getting that score at the end? And he said, well, I, I don't really know what kind of st- – I just – I mean, we had a chance to score, so we scored. Okay, Mark, it took 22 plays, 11 and a half hours, all <laughs> of your bags of tricks to score. You don't tell me you don't know. You, you, you come out and say – I wanted to put more points up, and I did. That's what you say. And look, Double down on it. I'm man. not even mad about it. I'm not even no, mad about it. I, I, I'm mad that we didn't cover. I'm mad that I lost a lot of money. I'm not mad at Mark Stoops. I'm not mad at the Georgia defense. It is what it is. Whoa. It's fun. Oh. Georgia fans, if anything, as Clint said, you should be reveling in the fact that this is the kind of nonsense. People can only celebrate getting within 17 points of you. Like that's the that's the caliber of team that we're dealing with. We're on another level um beyond every team in this beyond division level. certainly. Uh all right, we got more to talk about about this game. I want to talk about the play on the field, the offense, the defense and all that's in between. First Clint is going to tell you about this. All right, college football fanatics, you are here because you love college football and Prize Picks is here because they love you getting a chance to play daily fantasy with college football. Uh, it offers more college football prop bets than anybody else in the world. It offers props bets that you make up anything you can think of from touchdowns, interceptions, uh, maybe fumbles lost or fumbles that should have been lost that weren't. Hey, uh, kudos, kudos to Mr. Rodriguez. Didn't lose a fumble. He did not. All the users right now that go over to prizepicks.com can get a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. Use promo code locked on. You pick two to five players over under on their projections. You went up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks allows mixed sports entries. Uh, use the award-winning app, both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is safe, convenient, 
withdrawals are quick. Don't hesitate. Check out pricepicks.com. Use promo code locked on and get your app, get it in the app store, download it today or at pricepicks.com. Pricepick is daily fantasy made easy. Clint, the Kirby Death March moment of the week. Hashtag Kirby Death March. Yep. Um, do you have a vote? I, I'm going to say, I almost want to say the entire second and third quarter were the Kirby Death March in this game. First quarter, uh, real look. Kentucky came out. They came with their best. That offensive coordinator, like I said, made a game plan of his life. Um, I don't know who they're playing this week. But just whatever that spread they, is, they're playing by. They have that opponent okay, well, by. They real lucky um, mm-hmm. because if they were playing a game, whoo, I'd take I'd take the points on whatever else team they're getting. Um, yeah, it was the second and third quarter, and it was especially coming out of half. Stetson Bennett played horribly mm-hmm. the first half. He he had a couple good throws, but horribly. He was like five of ten. Second half, he came out, and they just said, "Nope, we are still throwing darts, Stetson." Go get you some Zamir White run, the Kendall Milton run, the James Cook run. Yep. That was the imposing death march. It was a second and third quarter where he said, all right, first quarter, I I let you have that. But now it's mine. Yeah. Those three guys, Kendall, Zeus, and uh, James, each had a run that stands out. I know they had more than one run, but yep. they each had a run that stands out. And that Zamir White run where he cut it back inside, and then he was just gone, Clint. Just gone through that hole. Um, I think it's, I'll just say it for you. Zamir White doesn't make that cut two years ago. He doesn't do it. He doesn't have it in him. He doesn't see it. He doesn't make it. Um, this guy, kudos to him for going through all the rehab, getting healthy, uh, getting his game back. It's fun to see. He is a tremendous runner of the football. Um, I thought Kendall Milton made his best run of his Georgia career Ooh, in this game. So I thought it was the free. best. I thought it was the best run we've ever seen from him. And James Cook just continues to impress, man. He just, week after week, he just continues to prove two idiots wrong who had the nerve to get on this podcast and we're, doubt we're him. We're the idiots. Yeah. If that was, everyone knew that already. Okay. Wow. So, no, we're not. Uh, what else stood out to you um, uh, offensively, defensively? What else stood out to you on the field in this game? Here's what stood out to me. Um Daniel, we pressured Kentucky with a good, I'm going to say great offensive line. I'm going to, I'm going to dare say it. That's not a good offensive line. That's a great offensive line. That offensive line, traditionally great run blocking offensive line. Obviously we held them in check on the run game. Um, Rodriguez, seven carries, seven yards, well-documented. But pass pro has been a weakness for them. We talked about this with Sarah last week. We talked about this on the pod multiple times last week. Pass pro has been a weakness for them, but boy, did that pass pro hold up, Clint, for Kentucky. They did. They did, and a lot of it had to do with play action and screen and slowing down our aggressiveness. Uh, screen to the boundary was what I, – I don't want to say this because I, we're, we're not exercising all the demons out of the closet, but what mm. last year wheel, wheel route was for us, uh, screen to the boundary was this week for Kentucky and our defense. Yeah. Uh, Nakobe Dean I mean, said – I'm not having any of that anymore. It, yeah. Ask me, ask me if it just even is remotely scary to me. Like that screen to the boundary. Like, are you going to gain four yards? Maybe. It, that's what like, I mean. They maybe. they popped off a couple. That tight end made a a good play mm-hmm. on one. Uh, but sure. Daniel, this this defensive line went up against the again a, a very good imposing 
offensive line, held their own, and then got pressure, then took down Will. That stood out to me. The second thing that stood out to me is I'm going to flip it. Our offensive line pass pro underrated for how excellent it is. Daniel, we can grade and we got backs to do so. And But all of a sudden, our pass pro that was excellent the first couple weeks of the season, we're still here and we're still phenomenal yeah. at it. When has our quarterback been under duress this this season? Clint, hasn't happened. Hasn't happened at all. And listen, I know the the narrative is we haven't played anybody. I get it. That's the joke. But ask ask opposing quarterbacks who played Arkansas how that defensive front is at getting after the quarterback. Ask people how that's been going. Ask opposing quarterbacks to this Clemson defensive front, especially before Brasile goes down with an injury. That defensive front, how are they getting after the quarterback? Ask people who who played them. I know their yes, offense is not worth anything, but we have gone up against some defenses. And it, like to your point, it's been that way all season. And this this offensive line continues to impose their will. Jamari Sawyer back in action today. Justin Ooh. Schaefer b- back in action. Played played a great game again today. We got. We just got bodies on top of bodies, and um, Stetson's just standing back there surveying the field. Clint, run blocking, pass blocking, it was all there. Um, when was the last time that um, we talked about Jordan Davis on the podcast? It's been at least a couple days, Clint. Couple it- days. Um, Jordan, I, I will reiterate. Let me. I need to mm-hmm. specify this if you knew. Roquan Smith and I had had a good run. It was a we good, did. solid. It I was a fun Rokon. time. He was my favorite dog of all mm-hmm. time. Um, mm-hmm. Then Jordan Davis accidentally moved the entire house that that mm-hmm. we were we were staying in, mm-hmm. and he said, uh-huh. "This is this is now my property, and that I live here is now. a special place <laughs> in my heart." Jordan Davis is my favorite bulldog of all time, and there's there's no question about it. He's the no. best defensive lineman we've ever had at the University of Georgia. Come at me. It's a. It's just a. You cannot overemphasize and you cannot quantify with stats what he does in a football game Clint but when you watch it is it's it's inhuman what he's out there doing he's in there blocking kicks and he is taking on double teams being held by two men and still makes the tackle on a running back up the middle it's 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 absurd watching this guy play and i'll tell you who else is absurd watching him play it's been a couple weeks it's been a couple weeks but brock bowers welcome back to the podcast guys <sighs> guys he, he can't go to the high, nfl he can't go to the nfl for two more years after three this one. years total at georgia he has three years mm-hmm. this is year one and then and then the number two and then the number three come after that and he is mandated to stay here that's a thing. That's a thing. He okay. high pointed that ball, that touchdown. That that looked like a wide receiver. Again, we've been saying this for time and time again. Brock Bowers, you want to talk about another guy who's inhuman. Brock Bowers is inhuman, and it's freakish what mm-hmm. he can do with the ball. I and somebody asked, um, I don't know if it was on Twitter or some somebody asked, uh, why does he wear a QB play uh sheet on his wrist? I, I'll tell you why. Because mm-hmm. Brock Bowers is knowing where everyone is at at all times in the offensive scheme. Case in point, that ball that he didn't realize was right above his head before he uh-huh. reached out his arms and caught it. 
he knew where everybody else was. He was watching. He was reading essentially as a receiver, and he knew he was open. He knew the ball was coming. Pops up, looks at it. You don't it. realize how hard that catch is to make until you, you no actually clue. try to make it. That's a that's an insane catch that he made. Um, I remember two idiots last week told me don't sleep on these uh, three freshmen: Lad McConkey, Ad Mitchell, and Brock Bowers having a game this week. Uh, those guys have a game this week, Clint. Mm. Uh, those three Ooh. Ooh, again. Wee. I know, I know, we're getting guys back. I really do, and I'm excited for the guys back. Don't Jorge, come on back. It's great, Jorge, mm-hmm. Dom, but Kyrus mm-hmm. is continuing to get healthy. Like I, I get it, but if sure. you told me we're gonna roll with these three as our receivers for the whole rest of the year, okay, I'm fine. Best wide receiver trifecta we've had in a long, 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 long time. Okay. Oh my. Cool. Hey, we're gonna come back after this. We're gonna give you a big landscape take of college football. Did anything? We have so this? many things to t- tease and peas to anyone who had anything to do later today because this third segment is about to go on for a <laughs> indefinitely into the future, guys. Um, first one, talk to you about the fine folks over at Bill Bar. They are the best tasting protein bar on planet Earth. A million different flavors. We just got some new ones shipped to us this week. They are all mm-hmm. delicious. They are all high in protein. High in fiber, low in sugar. They're all keto approved. They are all um, uh, delicious tasting and healthy for you. Meal replacements, pre-workout, post-workout, on the go, at work, on the way to work. Whatever you need them for, Built Bar is there. And right now you go to BuiltBar.com. If you enter the promo code locked on 15, you get 15% off your order. Uh, one box, two box, three box, a variety pack, or a single flavor. You can get anything from builtbar.com. Enter the promo code locked on 15. You get 15% off your entire order. That's builtbar.com. Enter the promo code locked on 15 for 15% off your entire order. All right, so we had a couple things that took place over the big landscape. Let's start in the SEC before we go meta to the whole nation. And Daniel, which which trash? How are we gonna How are we gonna get away from the SEC? We're we're not. We're gonna say the whole time. But I'm gonna let you choose what trash dumpster fire awful. You talked about inhuman before. We used inhuman to talk about Jordan Davis and Brock Bowers as talking about their titans amongst men. I'm gonna use inhuman to talk about the deplorable awful nature auburn fan public apology to you thank you for even putting cue you the, the music category of cue it let me That's... let me get that piano riff going because i'm <laughs> i'm sorry auburn fan tennessee I, I would fight anybody in orange tea right now and and brag about it just because i could say <laughs> they're they were wrong and the judge would be like you know what you're probably right were they Tennessee fan? Oh, then they then they just murdered somebody before you did that. That's good on you. Listen, do you realize, Georgia fans, if you're a Georgia fan, you're listening to this podcast. Even if you're another college football fan. Hey, okay. heck, even if you're a Florida fan. Sure. You might want to, by the way, turn the podcast off in about four minutes from now. Yes, yes sir. But, but even if you're a Florida fan right now, can we all just agree? That there is something special mm-hmm. about Tennessee fans. Do you realize, SEC football fan, do you realize, Bulldog fan, that there are people all over the country on Saturday mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. who 
who didn't know that that's who Tennessee fans were, and they just learned that. That was a new piece of information to them. To you, you saw that on TV, and the the, the commentators, the people in the booth, they're freaking out. Shocked. People are going crazy. They can't Utterly believe shocked. what's happening on the field. Georgia fan, you should have been watching that going, yeah, that's about right. Like, yeah. number one, that's less trash than I've seen on the ground at Neyland Stadium on a normal Saturday. Okay? That's not even that's not even a record for the amount of trash that I've seen just thrown everywhere. Number 2, that's exactly who Tennessee fans are. Yes. They're not they're not it takes a special special fan base to make Lane Kiffin look measured and reasonable, Clint. Listen, and that's what we saw. Of that, guys. Lane Kiffin came away looking like the good Ma- guy, mature. Like, oh no, and Tennessee and, fans. And, that's and, you. You doubled down after the game. You doubled down and blamed the oh, refs. And they you can't walking away from your stupidity. Um, you should be outlawed from ever putting fans in your stadium again. Greg Sankey. Do what's right. Empty the stadium, Greg Sankey. Please do. Empty. You realize, Clint, this is not a joke. This is not made up. Okay. That they have removed condiments from the concession stands at Neyland Stadium. Their, their condiment privileges have been taken away. This Tennessee fans, the, the SEC said, we can no longer trust you with mustard. Because you weaponized a an uster. We know. Guys, we like, know what you're going to do with it. We know what you're going to do with it. Um, I've just, never. I've seen... never. It's 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 gross. It's uh-huh. deplorable, and it is perfectly fitting for what may be the worst fan base in college football, possibly second only to florida how you all doing florida here's the deal let me state for the record one more time please oh please keep dan mullen in your facility don't let him leave don't let him go as a matter of fact he he can actually go talk to anybody he wants because no one's going to take him just just don't fire him no that's not been that's not been a threat for multiple years he actively called people after after Mm -hmm. last season and he was like, "Hey, what? Uh, what about a job? What about a job for me, guys? What are you? Uh, what are you thinking? Here's my resume. Here's who I am." And everybody said, uh, who? "Who? What year was it when Florida had their best team in over a decade? Clint, what year was that? Was that recently? Last year? Oh, it was last year. They had their best team in over a decade. Very recent. Okay. What was the record of that team, Clint? Eight and four. It was eight and four. It was four losses. Huh. What's the record of this team, Clint? <clears throat> I'm sorry. We almost it's a, there. It's four and three. No, we're Ooh. well, we're getting close and uh nigh upon eleven days, twelve days from now, Clint is knocking. It's what, coming. What's coming? What's coming knocking? Ooh. That's, what's so that coming that? down the tracks? Yeah, I think you know what's coming down the tracks. Okay. Um, we said Florida was gonna go in and cover the spread easily. <laughs> but, you realize LSU was not a bad team running the football, Clint. They were not nope. near the bottom of rushing stats in the NCAA. 
They had the third fewest rushing yards in all of Division One football. So, Daniel, what you're saying to me is is the bottom of the barrel had two layers of teams, and uh-huh. then LSU. One of them was Mississippi State, which they have like seven rushing attempts on the season. They don't. They so don't ever that's not, that's not that's not okay. a thing. Well, and then another team, and then LSU. Okay, guys, this is this is a, the front seven that Florida told us was the best front seven in all of college football. <laughs> all the land, they're the best. They're better. Whatever, Georgia, you don't have anything on us. I can't. You can't make this stuff up, Brenton Cox. And then. Bro came out, running back from LSU came out. Don't know his name. Don't care to. Doesn't matter. It's, I think he's got three names in there. He rushed for 270, Clint. 270. I'm sorry. Not not, not 100, not 27, not seven, like the leading SEC rusher did against your dogs. Was um, the leading SEC rusher. Was. until You don't two, have to play us every week. Yeah. Two. Daniel, this is this is unbelievable. I've never Listen, heard a this, scene a team like this. This is a more embarrassing loss to LSU than last year's loss to LSU, in which Dan Mullen intentionally benched his best player when the when a trip to the college football playoff was on the line. There's one. And a Florida defensive back threw a shoe to cost Florida the game. There's two. And this loss is way worse Guys, than that one. Do Come you on. understand? The coach was a walking dead man. Coach O had Literally. been fired. <laughs> Already. Had, had no reason to coach well in this game. Like, like You've never even heard this story before. It doesn't even it's never happened before. Since when has a coach been fired and then gone out and coached a team to win a game? They had they were down all of them scholarship players, everyone having surgery, coach O being done, investigations left and right. Dan Mullen comes in thinking he is high on the hog. He's gonna go ahead and run the table, and they get Bush league tripped up and beat down by LSU who was out their best wide receiver on another quarterback. The story writes itself and they deserve it. Every last piece of it. Todd Grantham gets a 50 burger hung on him by the most inept LSU offense in a generation. Okay. A 50 burger. Todd Todd was holding that sheet and he was like holding it so tight. And like when we're like, this is my safety blanket. This is I'm I'm fine behind this sheet. No one can see me. Dan Mullen. It's it's just a thing of beauty because you all know if you're a Georgia fan, the national narrative about Dan Mullen. We don't have to remind you of that. Florida gets exactly what's coming to him. And now instead of. Florida fans feeling good about themselves after beating a terrible LSU team. Now, Georgia fans, we get 13 days of Florida fans calling for their own coach's job, and we just roll into Jacksonville and listen. I just listen. Listen to me, Georgia fans. Look me in the eyes. There's not one thing that this Florida team can do that is even remotely scary for Georgia. Four picks, no running backs, no defense, nothing. 
They have nothing that they can do to even remotely slow us down. If you want to worry about a football game, worry about the Missouri game because that's a bigger threat sure. than this Florida team. Florida is nothing. Check back in 10 days and uh, see what we have to say on locks. I, if you could find point spreads on it right now. I looked know. all day today looking for some just low-budget degenerate that wanted to give me a line, an early line on this because I, I need to bet it. I need <laughs> to invest money into it. Emptying the account on this game. Uh, hey, we're going to okay. come back tomorrow. We're going to talk more Georgia football. We're going to have guests this week. Look out for a couple of good ones. Might have a repeat. Yeah. Uh, most yeah. definitely will have a repeat. Big, uh, big time guests this week. A big yeah. week for the show. It's a bye week, but there's tons to talk about. Don't forget, mailbag on Friday. Leave us a comment in this video uh, with your question that you want us to answer. We'll get to it. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel and uh, leave us a comment and we will try to answer your questions on Friday's episode. So leave it, drop it down in this video and we'll get back to it then. We will talk to you guys tomorrow. See ya.